Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hey, wonderfuls. Happy Valentine's. We've got a very fun episode now with clown, comedian and all sorts of other wonderful things. John Luke Roberts. He came round to cook me the perfect fried egg. And what a perfect guest to have on Valentine's Day, actually. But one who's clearly super loved up to the nines with his new husband. First up, thanks so much if you came to the live show in Leicester last weekend. It was absolutely lovely and very funny and I learned so much. And it will go out as an episode soon enough. The next live shows are in May because I'm a very busy bastard on tour with my show Hench. Come if you want. Um, I'm going all over the place, including Ireland and even Melbourne. So go to my website, jessicafosterkew.com, to see where I'm going that might be near you. Lots of it is selling out, so I recommend doing it quickly. Thanks for listening to my podcast. It's my pride and joy. I'd love you to tell more people about it, please. Um, And if you could rate, review and subscribe, because when you give it five stars, more people find it, apparently. So that's nice. And thank you if you've already done that. If you've got spare dosh, you could become a patron and you get loads of exclusive content and discounts to live shows and stuff. Go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod. Yeah, the patrons who give $10 a month recently got a completely exclusive um, months and months and months and months and months early special second birthday edition mega feast with loads of guests um, episode of hoovering. Right, let's start this episode. As we uh, begin this, I'm already assisting John Luke in frying his perfect egg 
nuts. And I'm, for context, openly embarrassed that he's come round to fry eggs and I've only got two eggs left in my fridge. And as it turns out, apparently it's slightly embarrassing that they're even in the fridge. The thing is, I came by Mark's Spencer. I should have bought some eggs. Oh, you should as well. It's just you were so confident about having eggs. I was. I thought it was the only thing I had. Um, you can do, well, I can do... What do you want? Do you want to compete or...? I want you to make both eggs. Okay. And I'll watch and try and capture the sizzling noise. As is any two eggs, are you happy to have a tiny pan? I'll use want... the tiny pan. I can't. Okay. Thanks for coming round here and frying eggs for Thank me. you. No, it's a pleasure. <laughs> I want to know how a perfect egg gets fried. At least the two eggs I have got are really good eggs. Okay, good. You keep them in the fridge. I did keep them in the fridge. Oh dear, if I don't, am I doing it wrong? No, I, don't, I, but I thought there was a, a, sort of a competing schools of thought about where to keep eggs. I don't keep mine. In the, in the fridge, but I don't know why. But I think there's something about temperature disparity or something. Oh. I don't know what it is. I just thought they um, lasted even longer. And I quite often, not that you'll believe me because you've come round to my two-egg house, um, buy in bulk when it comes to egg time. Egg buying time. Yes. Oh, oh, I, oh I'm not being... I'm being so clumsy today. Um, shall I put the hob on for you? I can, I can do it. I can do it. He's put a massive hob on. Tiny pan, massive hob. Oh, actually, you're right. It's just, it was a funny choice. Well, it's, it's, I just, I like the one, I like the position. Yeah, more well, than the, I've made a hob. I'm not sure because mm. the, the main trick of frying eggs oh. is to keep it very cool. Oh, not very cool, it? but to keep the... Is it? Yeah, it, well, this is especially my mother's method. Oh, so your mum taught you to fry an egg when you were an urchin? Yes. A small child. I think probably maybe m- maybe a teenager. Oh, really? We were. Did you have an eggless youth or were there adults to provide your fried eggs? Mm, yes, is the thing. Like, my mum's, uh, I think my mum developed the attitude to life that she may as well just do it herself because it'd be quicker. Right. So well, I was sort of um, had a luxurious childhood of very rarely being called on to like wash up or oh, do chores or things. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just realise there's a bit of dirt there. It's from a very recent stew. Don't, don't be too upset. You don't need to. Now, what oil are you going to choose as an egg frying perfectionist? Well, I'm there's gonna... ground nut, sunflower, extra virgin, normal olive, or rapeseed or sesame. I'll go for I'll go for the the extra virgin olive oil. If this is there, you are. Thank you. So that's so there's competing theories about whether to use extra virgin olive oil in cooking. Is there? Because it burns so quickly. But then if you're going to do some trick where you do them well, slow, it burns quickly, does it? Slow, oh, yeah. Do you burn? Well, hmm. I did some fish. I, I cooked some fish the other day and followed yeah. a recipe to cook the fish. And it called for sesame oil. Yeah. And uh, it was only then I realised, it was only when I threw the fish in and realised how hot it had got. Yeah. Because that's presumably... That yeah. I've learnt out a different... But, that. Yeah, that's, again, sesame oil is meant to be, like, pretty much a dressing, isn't it, really? You're not necessarily meant to eat it very much. Is it sesame oil? Sesame oil and... Oh, sunflower oil. Sorry, I, I said oh, the wrong sunflower thing. oil. Yeah, they both begin with an S, don't they? Yes. So in my Just head, like they sausage oil. Like, I always think of Barry Manilow and Rod Stewart as the same person. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. <laughs> They're not. They've got a similar hair. Yeah, like, very, a, like a sparrow. It took me years to like for years. Sexy man sparrow. That's it. That, yeah, they look like yes. That's it. They both look like sort of bird men. Yes. And um, but for, I didn't realise I was doing it. But I would whatever name somebody would say, I'd imagine the same 
human. Right. And then only when somebody mentioned Barry Manilow and Rod Stewart together, I suddenly clicked, oh, that's two different names. Yeah. They're two different people. It's shocking when that happens. Um, I get it quite a lot. Oh, he's going in. That's quite Ooh. chefy of you to have cracked the egg on the side of the pan. Oh, how do you do it? I get a knife. Oh, you see, when I, no, the knife... I, I, when I, you see, I see that as the classy option that I've just never... Oh, I think it's sort of... I think the really chefy people just like... It's a nice do it with one hand, don't they? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I wish that. I could do that. These are... I, I normally get eggs from a place down in Dorset whenever I pop down, but they're, it's, it's not been open since Christmas. I've been really annoyed. Really? Yeah. You've gone on holiday. Um, I think they've set up... Like down the road, but somewhere I don't quite know where it is. It's just a farm that's got loads and loads of chickens, and they sell the eggs in a little hut. Um, but yeah, these are my favourite supermarket ones, which are Burford Browns from Sainsbury's. Right, yes. You have very exciting. You have the exciting uh, tap that my partner wanted. Oh really? Yes. Well, not the exact model, but they're American. And so they, oh, they, they, want they generally have that pull-out, swooshy, swooshy. Okay, fair enough. I, my, um, so my tap has been a revelation, actually. When, um, when I first moved in here, uh, I had no idea it did anything other than... Yes, toast. There's some bread. Um, I had no idea it... I'm so sorry we're just having one egg on toast each. Oh, it's no. Pretty pathetic. It's pretty it's, yeah, it's, pathetic. It's, it's very um, Spartan. It's very uh, Second World War, isn't it? Yes. It's a sort of really weird, savoury afternoon tea that we're having. Um, yeah, my um, yeah, my son pulled it out. I didn't even realise the tap extended the head. Oh. He pulled it out. I was like, oh, fucking hell, he's broken it! But actually, obviously... And then I've been in here six months before I realised there's a button you can press on the top to change how it spurts. I worked that out immediately. Well, there we go. I embarrassed myself. No, actually, myself. I didn't. No, no, I pushed that button thinking that's how you pulled it out. Ah, and then you got the shower. Sorry, I, th- I, I, I thought I'd better correct myself from what, I get out rampant plates? arrogance. I was a spoon would be quite useful. Oh, a spoon indeed. Bloody hell! You don't keep your spoons where I would expect big to be. spoon. No, sorry. Did My you do that? You walk into go... people's kitchens and then sort of assume yeah, what's in which cupboard. Go. Mm. My um, my partner's had to do a lot of rearranging just for her sanity of this kitchen because I. Don't put things in logical places. Right, yes. Are they unlogical for me? It all makes sense. Well, I'm having a very similar thing. Because, yeah, my spouse has just moved into the country, actually. And oh, so right. there's sort of constant negotiations and understanding of different ways of doing things. And, <laughs> uh, oh, my God. We're very good at communicating, but it's going to take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> It does. It takes an episode such a long time. Mm. Mm. It looks brilliant. Well, the trick you see is to... quite cool. And then you baste the eggs. You're to cook basting them from above. the eggs? You cook them from above. Oh, I see. To save any flippery. Mm. Well, I'm really impressed. I've used, I would say, more oil than I meant to, because I was confused by the pan. I like it. There's nothing wrong with really oily eggs, because we just slough that off. Yes. Fl- slough what? Slough it off. Oh, slough it off. Yeah. I learned to poach eggs recently. Oh, I love to poach eggs. Years of not being able to poach an egg, and now, oof. in fact, I had sort of out-poached egg myself. I, had, I, I ended up making them so often, 
that I've had a break from them now. Really? Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, I'd love to know your method, please. Of poaching? Yeah. Oh, just uh, simmering, salt. Yeah. Don't yeah. put any vinegar in or anything yeah, like that in the water. Um, swirl it with a spoon. Then get the egg out of the box. I found that gets to exactly the right time. of When I crack the egg in, it's just the nice little place to keep it in the ah. middle. And then uh, three minutes and out. Wow. I have a different method. What's your method? I boil the water, salt, no vinegar, and then turn it down so it's only just bubbling. Yes. Not if not at all, but it had the, it, I know it's been there. It's been there. It's hot enough. Mm. And then I put a cracker egg into a ladle, and then I tip the ladle very gently in. Um. And I probably do even less than three minutes. Do you do any swirling? No swirling. No swirling at all? No. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Like copying chefs that did it like that in a hotel I worked in as a teenager. And uh, butter. Yes, please. Yes, please. Silly question. Um, do you do cooking for people often? I've taken to. I've, I've sort of. I've come to it quite late. Right. I think I had about four recipes for for most of my twenties. <laughs> yeah. All of which my mother had taught me. Yeah. And then and recently, like in the last. And was one of five them fried eggs? Yes. 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 But I wouldn't do them for dinner generally. Yeah. But a morning egg. And actually, I think I really took to cooking through breakfasts. Touring Australia oh, yeah. in a play, a parody of Game of Thrones. Oh. I, I took charge of breakfasts. Nice. And that led, and that, you know, you can't fry eggs every day, so start it. Really? Well, they're done, I think. Yee-hee. So is that toast, nearly. I'm quite um, liberal with butter. But not with your politics. No. Not a butter Nazi. Shame about my actual... I've got an Austrian grandmother, so it's a bit weird. Oh. Um, um. Do, 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 do. Here we go. Fish slice. slice. Fish slice. Fish slice, so yes. Do you take the spoon, the spoon and you, but I'll let you finish dishing. I'm excited. Oh, God, it's so stingy not to have more eggs in here. No, I, I, to be honest, ooh, it's very slippy. That would be the oil. <laughs> that would be all the oil. All the oil. It looks so pretty. Don't they look pretty? They're like art. Thank you. I'm really impressed. It's an incredible yolk colour, isn't it, on those eggs? They're good. Cool. Yeah, they're nice orange yolk. That oil looks really good as well. <laughs> Do you have any salt? I'll put a little bit of yeah. salt on. We like salt. salt. Um, and would you like pepper? Or any hot sauce? Is this oh. Yeah, that's salt. Thank you. Uh, I would like some pepper. Let's not go hot sauce. Okay. Just, you know, I, I do like hot sauce on an egg, but I feel like I want to show off the egg. Yes, yeah. this is about showing off all the things to do with the egg. Perfect, thanks. Oh, God. I'm so impressed. Just gonna boil this kettle again, annoying me. Um, but also, when we just had something simple, but like we're trying to do it perfectly, mm-hmm. like um, like they do. On, there's always a section of um, TV cooking, like Master Chef and all of those. There's that new brilliant one with Jade Adams called Crazy Delicious. On oh yes, yeah, loving. Is it good? She's very funny. Yeah, I used to watch that. It's ridiculous, but she's while. so funny. And it has some Blumenthal's in it. Yeah. Huh. Um, you know, I 
I'm sort of emotionally moved by it. It's not. It's, I do feel. Uh, I do really love. But joy Jade's. is an emotion. Yes, joy is an emotion, and I bellow out loud at Jade's <laughs> Jade's humour in it. They've let her be entirely herself in a way that's really lovely. Um, gosh. Yeah, boy. Oh, wow. I'm just going to take a picture and then it's my admin done. I want to get a picture of our perfect eggs. Should I hold the eggs next to each other? Yes. No point at the eggs. Like siblings being forced to look as if they love one another, even though one of them's a baby and one of them's a toddler. Oh, yeah. That happens a lot, doesn't it? <sighs> Ready, steady. Eat. Eat. Um, oh, I... This looks so good. Okay. Mmm. <laughs> I see you've not got... Your, I've, I, oh. You've left the you've left the yolk till second. Yeah. You've just had white on a bit of wow. Yeah, it was con is that weird? I don't know. I am um, I like to I pierce it immediately. Immediately. Mm. I love how I love the oil use of olive really olivey olive oil. I think it's really nice. It makes it it makes it feel healthy as well, I think, <clears> the taste of olive oil. Yeah. Yeah, because olives are a fruit, vegetable. <laughs> I like to get a piece of lonely toast that's got no other type of egg on it. And use that to pierce the yolk. Mm. Yes. Oh yeah. It's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> I inherited it. <laughs> My um, nana taught me how to make scrambled eggs. Oh yeah. And um, I think I make the best scrambled eggs in my family. I always get tasked with it on Christmas morning. What's your technique? Mm. Remember my dad getting really angry with me because um, it wasn't the same as his technique. Um, or just being like, you're a fucking idiot. Um, so it's more about my dad, doesn't it? It's not um, Christmassy, actually. Yeah. I, I think that's like every Christmas I had growing up. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? I um, put the butter in the saucepan or pan. Loads of butter. Mm. Fucking loads. And then I... I have only like a tiny droplet of milk, sometimes no milk, and loads of eggs, and then just them in a bowl, fork them up, loads of salt and pepper, and then when the butter's melted, don't let it go burny, mm. tip it in, super low heat, never stop stirring, and dish it up when it still looks quite runny, because of how yes, much it carries on cooking. Right, never it. stop stirring. Lovely. It's all about attention. It doesn't it's take the right level of gooeyness, isn't it? Yeah. Not a dry scrambled egg is a is a bleak thing. Oh, but God, then a wet scrambled egg is a... Oh, no, I know what you mean, like the fluffy, like, dusty, hard shit you get in hotels and vats. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's an affront. <laughs> um, I've prepared questions for you. Is that professional and sensible, isn't it? That's, yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah. Um, have you eaten anything particularly brilliant or awful this week? Oh, this week. Or in the last weeks? Yes, let me think. My memory is awful. This is something I've learnt. I want to know about the things you cooked for the cast of Game of Thrones on tour through Australia every morning. Oh, it was just varieties of tomatoes, mushrooms and breakfast uh, meats. 
but in different, like sometimes I, you know, mix the tomatoes and the mushrooms together to make a kind of <laughs> sauce and might put chilies in to make it spicy. All that. It was just, you know, I'd, uh, <laughs> I, I'd, uh, breakfast meats. Breakfast meats. But it's, uh, odd what thing I've found about Australia. Meats? Pork is not their main sausage. Oh, what? Beef got... seems to be their main sausage. You're into beef sausage? I know. Oh my god. That's interesting. Do you think that's because of the religious demographic or just what they've got growing there? Um, I, I, I'm asking you to answer a question. You, you my assumption, well, the, whole, know the, like, the whole reason the Abrahamic faiths have a problem with mm. uh, eating pigs is really originally a health issue because in the middle of the desert, pork doesn't keep very well. Yeah. Australia's mainly desert. It's probably yeah. the same thing. Right. That's interesting. I thought they just thought that pigs were filthy. Well, they, well yeah. But I think that's they good. are quite filthy, aren't they? But so are people, really. That's true. But also, they do, nothing's them... filthier than a dog. That's true, but most major world religions do also have a sort of ban on eating people. Mm, that's true. Yeah. And dogs. People, people, dogs and pigs. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, did, I, I just realised I had a dinner party last week. Right. And I, I cooked that. Oh, okay. And that was the diet. Well, it was. It tasted very nice. Yeah. Followed a recipe by Levi Roots. Wow. It Caribbean, Caribbean cooking made easy. Mmm. Um, and he did. He did. Yeah. It was easy for you. I had some uh, tilapia soaked in lime for a Ooh, hour or so. And, wow. And then lightly floured. That guy's and a fish, was, right? Yes. Yeah. White, firm white fish. Mm. And then that's what I cooked in the very hot. Sunflower oil. Ah. And that was a, this was a panic moment. Right, right, right. Especially when you're cooking for other people. Yeah, and they're all there because my mm. kitchen's also in the, you know, there's, there's a like breakfast it's bar between right. that and Open the, plan. Yeah. Living. And so I couldn't feign. Because I, I threw in the fish and didn't realise there's a method of throwing fish into oil, which is. Is there? Well, you do it away from you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, which at the time I hadn't really thought through. Molten face. Yeah, so I got I got burnt quite. Um, I got burnt on my toe. I, Ow. I must have must have been barefoot cooking, and um, all socks, I guess. Yeah. Hot oil can burn through socks. Ow. Can it? I didn't know that. Well, I must be able to. It's definitely burnt through. I've definitely like. It's definitely really hurts. Mm. <laughs> you can yeah. definitely get through a thin item of clothes. <laughs> it depends how chunky his socks were. Yes, if I you had sort of winter using... slipper socks on, I think you'd yeah, maybe... That's true. I stopped using my silk apron years ago. I was going to say, do you have a pinny? No, I threw one away and then thought, wait. I... Yeah. I've been gifted about four in my life and I've never worn any of them. It's so pointless. What's wrong with me? Weird. I know, because I feel that I think they'd be useful. Yeah, genuinely but really my, handy. Yeah, my... Um, my, my uh, my, well, husband is the word we settle on. Uh, husband. Husband. Um, got me Marie condoing. Right. So I've cleared out so much. Nice. But then there's occasionally things you go, oh, I guess actually, although that apron didn't light me up, it was quite useful. Yeah. I thought that was the other thing you were allowed. Well, yeah. Does it serve a purpose? Well, or was I, was it doing it, I was doing it like through River. And uh, River, I think, was is maybe more stern than Marie Kondo. And if this is functional, why can't it be beautiful too? Oh, God. Yes. Brutal. Although, to be is fair... Is this to make the most of a small living space? Well, also, you know, I've lived in this flat for 10 years. Yeah. And then, you know, my... Uh, to, they're moving in with their stuff and it's their home now. 
Yeah. And so I've ac- accumulated a lot of stuff. Yeah. And there, uh, many people who'd lived there before had left a lot of... There were, you know, previous partners. Oh, God. Um, uh, and and ex-housemates. Yeah, well, yeah. ex-housemates, ex, 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 uh, ex-loves. Uh, like, it's, it's extraordinary, Matt, actually, from one ex. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just, um, it's a serious territory, Marco. Well, it was, yes. It was the, so there's always this threat of... Of, of um, I, I thought I couldn't get rid of this because I knew as soon as I did, and it's been like years, years and years, like uh, six years or something. But I still thought, no, she'll want that as soon as I get rid of it. She'll be on the phone. Oh asking. god, yeah. yeah, that's a nightmare, isn't it? Mm. I learned a fascinating thing. It's got nothing to do with eating, but it sort of has. Okay. Um, about anglerfish. Do you know about them? They, um, they. They're, women anglerfish are massive. I'm going to try and write some stand-up about it. But the men, uh, they're about two feet as lo- two feet long. The women ones, mm-hmm. they're really ugly. They've got these massive teethy jaws and the thing that comes out their yeah. forehead that, to light up the way because they live so deep in the sea. It's very dark. But the men ones are only as big as like a fingerprint. They're tiny and they're see-through. They've got all the same bone structure, but they're, no- they're nowhere near as developed. Oh wow! And they basically are just massive nostrils and gonads and eyes. But their nostrils are to sniff a woman because if they don't find a woman anglerfish within 24 hours, they die. So only one percent of boy anglerfish ever or male anglerfish ever ever survive beyond a day oh. um, and they and when they find a woman one they um to mate with it they bite her bottom fuse their entire face jaw and then body with her including digestive systems pop their gonads in <laughs> and then they have to then they're fused to her and they have to dangle off her forever and that's what um, you talking about there still being lots of stuff of your exes in your home made me think of <laughs> because at least you haven't got all your exes dangling from your buttocks yeah. for the rest of your life oh that's a, oh, it's, oh it's great symbolism that isn't it yes yeah anyway it's nice to talk about eating When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You do clowning. You're a clown. Mm-hmm. He's a clown. Mm-hmm. Um, has that ever involved food? In, or like, well, cl- like classic clowning, there's a lot of. I was going to say, uh, like in banana my mind, skins, pies. Yeah. At clown school, there was a lot of. When it came to putting a show together, uh, um, the, he was very keen on pies. Oh, God. But he, he seemed to take it as a sort of 
<laughs> Effectively, ugh, well, you're not very funny. I'll do something with a pie. That oh, more no. Like, he, didn't, he didn't put it in those words, but it was more or less the kind of, oh, you could try a pie. But did you ever use any food in any of your clowning platform when you were trying to coax oh, I, into using a pie? I've ended up in using, I used to use food in my shows quite a lot. Or eating. Have you ever eaten anything as part yes, of the show? Yes, I one year ate six lemons. Oh, <gasps> It's a fun routine, actually. It was, a, it was my favourite part of that show. I'd... It was a, it was a It was your favourite part of the show. Wait, it was uh, I think I'll, well, I'll explain the number. Um because it was the show was about a breakup and the whole kind yeah. of setup for the show was I was trying to make out that I wasn't doing a breakup show, but it was clearly a breakup show. <laughs> yeah. And then it kind of culminated in this bit where I'd talk about my on our last anniversary together, uh I bought her a fruit basket. No, she bought me a fruit basket and I made her a mixtape. And then um, and then I, and she said, well, eat the fruit. And I said, we'll play the mixtape. And we agreed that for every track she played, I would eat a piece of fruit. Oh, God. And then the, so I'd get an audience member up to mime being her and, like, pressing play on yeah. an imaginary thing to go to the next track. And the... the tech would move the next tack on but the joke was basically the fruit basket was all like lemons yeah and the mixtape was all different covers of the song hurt <laughs> <laughs> so but this wouldn't be clear at first so obviously it was sort of oh god it's it's like, oh, it doesn't sound like that terrible a present it's just you no, know yeah. people that oh god and so then they oh. you sort of go through and the thing would be oh my god it's another lemon you know they just yeah. see eating and because this it's not just the like it's a way of shortcutting, really, because you can't fake the reaction to eating a lemon yeah. so people know it's real. What I didn't, like, know before I started doing it was also the smell of the lemon was mm. immediately, like, would fill the room because the citrus was kind of out. Um, yeah, so that was... Uh, it's a tough show, actually. It was like my face covered in flour. It's back in the... Like, I was quite... <laughs> I was quite... I, I realised uh, if you do a show with big emotional stakes somehow yes. that like clearly very like difficult for you know i'd be getting always maybe hit me in the face or throw water on me or something and then dunk my face in a bowl of flour yeah that because they can see it's uncomfortable it raises the stakes and it's in the and it raises the tension mm. and of course laughter is just breaking of tension yeah and i think that kind of learning how to put shows together using those broad brush strokes early on mm. and then as time goes by and years go by finding ways of getting to the same places without quite the same level of... Yeah, um, physical and literal investment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of having face covered in flour and having to eat six lemons. It's kind of... It's what that's made me think of as I'm reading a book at the moment. I can't fucking remember what it's called. It's really good. Um, it's it's non-fiction. Uh, what is it called? Anyway, I'll put it in the podcast notes. But there's a woman in it who... When, you know, when people are having a cup of tea and a biscuit, she has a lemon with, a slice of lemon with salt, a few slices of lemon with salt. And I was like, that's sexy. Yeah. That is fit, isn't it? Yeah. Just having a bit of lemon and salt. I like raw tomato and salt, but lemon and salt, just for fun. Just a thin slice. Yeah, it's like tequila without the tequila, really, I guess. With the skin on. I don't think she was eating the skin. I think she was just sort of chomping the flesh with a bit of salt. I like the idea. That's something that sharp with something that salty. It does feel a bit like punishment, doesn't it? Like further to the kind of, if you're having a biscuit, I must... Oh, yeah, that's true, actually. Although I think it was like a cultural thing. I can't remember the character in the book's from. Maybe Pakistan. 
I wonder. But what a fucking big flavour, bold snack. Yes, yeah. please. It's a real power move, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Have you ever had a patch where you ate the same thing every day for a bit? Um, like been in prison <laughs> or do like they, did you, do they have you, get variety <laughs> they probably do yeah you know I the way it's going nowadays the way they're treated no. I bet they're given whatever they want they'd probably let fucking Snickers if they wouldn't yeah. they oh, fucking oh, liberties um, I um, yeah I just wonder whether you have ever had a patch of a very routinised I know you have you know similar to me like you know life is um pretty unpredictable and chaotic yeah, and it's the nature of our work and we don't yeah. have even necessarily very straightforward sleep patterns we'll quite often at work at you know and we don't work in the day job Monday mm-hmm. to Friday yeah. that's what I'm saying and we travel a lot so um, I I imagine most of us have made our peace with and or aren't predisposed to liking to have the same thing for dinner every Wednesday example oh yeah and who fucking knows i've had some incredibly interesting answers to that question especially historically um i you just remind i went to see my um i was doing my tour show in brighton and my aunt lives in brighton and she she's a nun um wow wow uh so we went and visited her um and she came to the show wow um it's always nice it's a nice little like a nice little it gives a nice edge to the room having a nun in a comedy audience fuck yeah um my God. She was very excited too because I hadn't let her come and see the last one because yeah. it was basically a large part of my previous show was a sort of um, uh, attack on my... Well, in the show before, at one point, I tell God to fuck off. And it, right, thought, right, right, right. Uh, yeah, probably yeah. not for... Not for um, <laughs> Auntie Janice. Um, <laughs> um, but no, she was very excited we were coming on a Friday because they have fish and chips on Friday. Oh. Um, yeah, I think as a kid, I think we had yeah. fish every Friday right. and there'd always be a roast on Sunday. Right. So that's the kind of most ritualistic mm. thing. Now, I don't know. I have The biggest ritual I think I have is waking up and making coffee. Right. Like before I sort of do anything else, before I cook breakfast or... Doing, and I do have cooked breakfast most mornings. That's nice. Lovely. You know, sort of um, mushrooms and a poached egg. Um, but no, I yeah, get up, grind the beans. It, there's something nice about that ritual. So you do full, you, you've got a bean grinder. A and bean you, grinder, AeroPress. And then what are you using? A uh, cafetiere are you using? Oh, no, AeroPress. Oh, no. What's an AeroPress? Oh, it's a, it makes one... You, it's that the plastic thing where you... Um, I've screw on one. a thing and a filter right. and then basically it's a way of making espresso style coffee without an espresso machine so you oh, pour wow. boiling water and then you you force the air through it to ah. like plunger this thing through makes quite a small quite strong coffee which I you can then like see. add more hot water to or milk or off. hot milk oh yeah. lush um, but that's, that's I, I do like that and it's <laughs> yeah it's I, I find confettiers um, I actually get um as time's gone by, I've realised I really hate confettiers. Oh, that's strong. Uh, yeah, that's I strong. have strong hate feelings. That's a big because word. Because I had a, I had an antipathy towards them because I didn't know how to say the word, and I got to university, and my I, my mum had always said, I don't think my dad ever said the word, and my mum had always said confettier. Confettier. And she's not from you know the estuary or mm. South London. She just mispronounced it confettier very confidently, mm. and so I came to London saying that and was really bullied hard ah. and was trained cafetierionry cafetierionry so I was still nervous about saying it cafetierionry that's how I've learnt to say it Thierry Thierry Henry. good um, um, hatred's strong have you had a lot of well, crack just, on you or um, 
hot burning when you pushed it too hard. I'm worried I spat on you actually just doing that impression. Of I don't, well, not that I noticed, Good. but then I've lost all my nerve endings. A terrible fight. Um, <laughs> the, you, right, on the, on the Confetti Airport, you just call yeah. them, you do the American thing, you call it a French press. French press, mate. And then it's a French press. You never have to come up. You've yeah. known that. Is yeah. It? Okay. Uh, you wouldn't have to. Then have all that the other words that you say. That I, I found I got myself. I say saying I'm just going to go to the bathroom instead of toilet. Yes, me too. Um, it's like, well, I need people to know. I do need. I do at least know how to say toilet. <laughs> it's not because I've got a weird affliction, but I struggle not to say toilet. Yeah, they really it's love. Um, they really love. Uh, um, what's the word? Um, euphemisms mm. that not just like it's the you know bathroom restroom. They will not say what that is yeah and as well also, I'm going for a shit but also Luro Luro <laughs> they call it TP they what? won't even say toilet paper it's Ooh, TP I... could you pass some TP I... wow that's so funny because they I don't think of us Americans as being repressed or prudish no you know I mean no. it's funny well, isn't it is but the, then no, linguistically you know, the kind of, perhaps a, a linguistic conservatism there was a prudishness there yeah, like you know, remember Janet Jackson, the Super Bowl, like oh, the yeah, Ferrari that cause. There is a kind of, yeah, I don't know. I think there's a, but it's like all there's this, you know. There is actually in their hatred of the word cunt. Yes, mm. yes, that's um or real shyness, real like whoa. Yeah. But that's I, to me, that's just a cultural phenomenon. You just haven't had the reclamation of it there. What well, also, I think it's, um. Obviously, it's a it's a more misogynist insult word there. Here, yeah. I don't think it's like there. It's like a very strong version of of pussy. Like yeah, it's yeah, saying yeah. you're shit and you're a woman yeah, or yeah, you're yeah. feminine and that's yeah. bad. Well, that's what my um, I think that's what my mum's generation think as well. Sometimes, right. not all, but my mum and I have big debates about the use of that yeah. word. So I'm like, well, it's about context. I would never, I've never ever heard it used in the. And and my whole generation use it to mean mate, really. Yeah. So and even if it, you use it like aggressively, you don't. Yeah. Mean, it's not used in the same kind of. Yeah. You call someone a cunt. It doesn't have that same value here. Certainly not yeah. like as you say among our. Our lot. Our lot, I guess. Funny. Anyway, sorry. Um, what were you we talking about? Um, we went off topic. We did. It was good though. What were we talking about? Um... I was just about to say something, and then I went, confettiers! My hatred oh. of confettiers. I'd like to get oh, this yes, on. Oh, yes, please get this on. Tell us. I find they're likely to go wrong quite a lot. Yes. Um, when you push it out, it gets stuck, and then sometimes you put, and it forces. I don't like that. And yep. cleaning up a mixture of coffee grounds and water is horrible. Um, I Then the worst part is cleaning the bloody thing at the end. Mm. Because you, uh, you, spooning all these, like what you, do, you know, spooning. I took to flushing down the loo for a while because, yeah, you know, and and then there's always some left, and I don't know whether you put and you have to sweat it out and you have to wash it so much. There other, you know, if you use filter papers and pour over, lovely. Yeah, just put that in there. Tip it, tip Done. the brick into the food bin, and or an even into the garden. Oh, apparently, it's great with an aeropress. Because yeah. you get to, once you've pushed it through, you answer the thing, then you fire it into the bin. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want one of them then. Yeah. Um, I'm going to save up for one. What's the earliest thing you remember eating, if there is one? Oh. Um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good noises. <laughs> Well, I tried to think it through and then I thought, uh, do I remember breastfeeding? I thought, probably no. not. No. And I thought, oh, I don't. I don't think, well, I don't know, actually. Maybe you were breastfed till you were 10. But most people don't remember it, do they, if it's just no. for a year or two? No. I, or three. 
You know, I guess we did. We did have a kind of. Um, I'm not sure I have a, like a oh like oh a Madeline or a probably my mum's cooked eggs are the things I remember yeah. most. Um, I've just I've just replicated that. Like you've just recreated for us. Yeah. Oh lush. So Were you know. a fussy kid? Did you eat everything? I don't think I was. Were you given the opportunity fussy. to be fussy? I don't think that's I was. a contentious question to ask. Is that a? I'm going to get tweets from people who say, yeah, well, I didn't give my kid the option to be fussy. Ah, and I see. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Were you a fussy kid? I don't think so. No. Not particularly. Ooh. Funny to not be sure. I was quite... I don't know. I, um, my... <laughs> my sister was. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't, I, I don't really... I don't... Re- yeah, I don't think it was sort of... I don't think no. I don't think I was particularly fussy. I mean, oh. now I'm not very fussy at all. Yeah. The only over basically truffle oil. I mm. don't like that. And that's quite uh, that's quite handy. Yeah, um, <laughs> it just saves, saves you loads of money. Yeah, saves you loads of money. I think, why would you waste this by putting that horrible stinky sauce on it? Um, Fair enough. No, I don't think I was fussy. Were you fussy? No, I wasn't fussy. I ate loads of everything. Yeah. But there were things I didn't like as a kid that I do like now, to the point where there's nothing really left that I don't like, apart from fruit-flavoured ice cream now. Oh, that's yeah. interesting, fruit-flavoured ice yeah, cream. Yeah, I only really realised it quite recently when I got really obsessed with this magnum that you can you buy a tub of and you have to leave it for oh, 10 minutes right. and crack the roof. Oh, right, yeah. And it's got, like, caramel and oh, yeah, shards yeah. of magnum chocolate running all the way mm-hmm. through it. Oof. And I got really into that and basically it was on like a pot a week through Edinburgh and then beyond. And then went for a dinner party. Uh, my, my partner had cooked and had very kindly gone to try and get me some of that. They didn't have it. They had one, a raspberry oh. one. And I couldn't bear it. And I was like, yeah, that's quite... Oh, you know, I think I've just... I wouldn't generally I've order fruit out of choice. Yeah. Yes. But I do like a... I do like a cherry and... So if you've got vanilla ice cream with, like, cherries in it, would you eat that? Or? I cope, but I'm not going to pick like it. That. I'm no, not okay. into it, right. yeah. But it's not just the, like, ice cream flavour. It's if there's fruit in it, you're not very... It's even... It's just I don't really want fruit involved with ice cream. I see. I really love ice cream, but it's got to be caramelly or nutty or, mm, int- yeah. like, chocolatey or... Yeah. I don't know... Oh, oh, coffee, I love coffee ice cream. Well, how do you feel about pistachio? Big fan. Oh, I love pistachio. I really whenever love pistachio. I, whenever I'm in a restaurant and they've got pistachio, I always on one of the ice creams. And then, and then, and then if they say pistachio, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm like that about coffee and then second pistachio. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not a fan of coffee ice cream. Are you? I think that's pretty normal. And coffee chocolate too. I have, I'm always a little bit disappointed mm. with it. But then, actually, this is lit. Did you find you had to like, there's foods like coffee, I yeah. think, and beer are things that I had to make my, like, yeah. train myself to like, like, yeah. get through kind of, this is quite an unpleasant taste, yeah. to the place where I could bear it, and then to the place where I could actually enjoy it. Like smoking, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's lots of things. There's loads of things like that. I distinctly remember trying beer so often, desperate to like mm. it through my teens, and I remember the camping holiday I was on with my family where I sipped it and went, oh, I just liked it. I liked it. Right, yeah, yeah. And was over the moon. I've been waiting for years to like beer. And now I love beer. Mm. So nice. Yeah. Um, 
Coffee, Although I don't I've kind of overtrained myself with beer. Right. You know, so now you like, like really, do you need really hoppy, yeah, wanky beers to like the beer? Yeah, pale ales, really. Yeah. But I think it, ever since, ever since nice beer has been available, yeah. I feel quite jealous, actually, of the older generation today. And they're not even drinking. They could be. <laughs> they, they're never going to have to go through the horrible, <laughs> hor- let's learn to like this horrible lager. Yeah. yeah. Although, I don't know, I'm call me a pervert, but I prefer the lager to those... Flavour some beers. Right. Oh, I feel like I'm the person who's just like they think mild cheddar's no, 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 nice. No, 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 no. I can understand. I, I have a nice lager every now and then. But what kind? Like, I guess what My I'm really favourites are like Moretti or yes. uh, an Estrella or something yes, like fine, that. Yes, yeah. But not like not having not to go through cooking lager. Yeah. Or having to, yeah, like, it's true. But it's a rite of passage. I, do, I think it tastes like it's got capers in it, Carly. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I love capers and I love beer. I don't want caper beer, kombucha beer. <laughs> you, just, you, you know, um, you know um, I can never say it. McKinleth. McKinleth. Yeah. McKinleth. Macfest. Yeah, yeah, French Comedy Press. Festival. Um, French Press of Comedy Festival. I remember all going, one of the, my gigs was in, I think, the Rugby Club. Oh, and then in the bar there, and I just went, oh, I'll get a beer. And said, oh, do you have anything other than Carling? And yeah, oh, yeah. Millions of people across the country love this beer, and you, you've got a problem with it, have you? <laughs> oh, God, it's the worst. Uh oh. Say scrum diddly umptious. No! And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly umptious. Have you ever done any travelling that was particularly memorable because of what you ate? Well, I was. I ate a. I was in Tokyo and I ate a. Uh, some beautiful sushi and then I was sort of tricked with one of them was it a sea anemone on top or like a delicacy which is absolutely disgusting right it was uh, that wasn't and I didn't eat a guinea pig oh a sea anemone it's like the spiky one like a dome so. oh, it's just this blob on top it's just a test I remember oh. being slightly gritty as well or if I imagine that but it was yeah well, it was nice um, but then mostly of course we ate beautiful food on that yeah. day, but that's the one I remember um uh, the most memorable thing about being in Japan actually is the savoury breakfasts because it's not just really? like oh tell me about a Japanese breakfast I've got no idea I've never like, been you know, just a little, little tiny portions of something like but tofu and to, you know done in uh, the amount of textures it turns out you can get out of tofu yeah um, <laughs> I had no idea some of those textures I didn't know existed and I'd be quite happy not to have done <laughs> um, but uh, yeah they were just like I think they'd be like Greens, quite. Just remember it being these little things, quite salty. Yeah. I think that was the. I guess umami is the mm. thing because I guess even a cooked breakfast here that is sort of hearty and meaty and. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're like I think there's always fish around and yeah. that kind of thing. Oh, lovely! I think, I could, but it's quite a while ago. My memory is awful. I it, love I, that breakfast where you have like smoked haddock with mash and um, greens. Oh, that sounds nice. I love a kedgeri. Yeah. Is that a kedgeri? I think it might be. And then you have a poached egg on top. No, kedgeri's rice. Oh. It's kind of... Cur- it's oh, sort yeah. Of it's cooked rice with cooked smoked rice with, and eggs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And stuff and, and egg. Although I think... It's always done with boiled eggs. And I always yeah. want it with a nice gloopy, like, poached Scrambly or fried egg, egg or something. Yeah. And I don't know why they don't do that. And I, I wonder if, actually, I could try it myself. Yes, please do. Why not? Um... Um, have you ever craved anything really weird and specific to eat? 
Do you, when, when you're hungry, are you like, I'm hungry for this specific thing? Oh, a lot of the time, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that not... Is that no, normal? I love it. Yeah, normal? what is it? No, I just don't think I've ever asked the question before, so I'm oh. really excited. Yeah, I don't... I, I, and I, to the point where I get quite... Mm, I, if I'm very hungry, there's a point where if my blood sugar's low, and I get so, like, angry... Yeah, that, me too. And it's really, like... Uh, I remember... I was in Paris, River and I were in Paris... Uh, for a friend's wedding, and we would just the two of us this day go, and I, but I got angry, but and also like wouldn't I become unable to make a decision? Yes, and keep on almost making it worse for myself, and of mm. course make it worse for the person I'm with. But what? But we sat down and then looked at and go back and no, let's go. So I'm just get hungrier and hungrier and pushing this thing off and not yeah, just, yeah, that yeah. Sort of, I find it hard to decide yeah. because it feels like well, I want a specific thing and I, if I don't get the thing, I'm not going to... And then, of course, really, all I need... Just something is quickly. Something. Probably a carb or yeah. something to just slowly release the sugar, yeah. blood sugar yeah. level up. To lower that down. Oh, love. I know exactly what you mean. I get to that point so often where I'm like, fuck, definitely need to eat something. I don't want that shit. Okay. I know. Basically, oh about loads of food that would be fine. On touring sometimes. Oh, God, when do yeah. you eat when you're touring? Oh, well, the tour's only just begun and I'm going to work it out. I think this one will be a learning curve. This is my first long tour ever, really, so I just don't know. I ideally would like to have, like, because I'm not with my kid for some of it. I am, I am for some of it, actually. For about half of it, I won't be with my kids. So I'd like to sleep in and have breakfast then and then have, like... Maybe something at about three, four o'clock. Right. But there's loads of places that aren't serving really nice food at that time. Oh, so are you staying in most? You're staying over most places. When I, it's a mixture. It's a real mixture. Yeah. I try I and drive as much as I can because, mm. but then it ends up with such crazy long drives and long yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, what I often end up doing is eating after the show. Yes, and, and then, then it's basically kind of, like a curry or something from or, the service. Or it's the service station is. Yeah. This is uh, like. I've taken to checking online when, if a place will be open. Yeah. I just, I'm the, driving back from Bath, I think it was, mm. and the first services on the way back, is it Lee Delamere or, mm. anyway, there's a Burger King there. I thought, you know what, I think I can just make it. And yeah. I really wanted a burger. <gasps> I thought, oh, I need this. I, and got there an hour before closing and they'd been closed for an hour and I was just furious. No! They, all the, I got I had got a big row with uh, Pizza Express because they were shut an hour. So I've taken to checking, going, finding it's closed, and then going online to complain to head office. Oh, oh while you eat a curly sandwich from the W H Smiths or whatever. Well, actually, the Marks and Spencers was just about to close, so it's blooming lucky I got there. Yeah. Well, blooming did. Um, I got some vouchers out of that, but I got the Pizza Express gave me vouchers for Doubles. Happy about that. Burger King didn't do a thing. They just said, "Oh, I'm sorry because they're all individual franchises. We can't." Um, we can't control them. We're not allowed under EU directives. I thought, no, you bring them into this. And yeah. <laughs> and this is how we got in this mess. And then, uh, but then I pushed it because I went, yeah, but you don't need to put a time on your website then. Yeah. Don't, um, I'm still angry about it. I can sense that, but I share your rage. It's infuriating. Because you do. I, I think that last night I was like driving back from Leicester in this terrible wind and I was like, if I... I could see it was getting closer and closer to 10, which is, I think, when most of them, the latest on a Sunday that any of them are going to be open. And I, like, got close to the service and was like, fuck it, I'm just going to get home. I'm right. just going to get home. Yeah. And it's it's quite a bold decision because I do know that by the time I'm home, I'll be a bit moody. Mm-hmm. And then if you got... 
when you get home, do you know, oh, there was something there I can cook quickly? I knew that my girlfriend had got food that there was leftovers from. And then in the end, I just had a few prawn crackers and didn't actually really want a big thing. I don't know. Do you find it... I find it... um, I find I'm quite adrenaline-y after gigs and I don't... I need probably an hour or two before I want to eat after a gig. I want to drink a beer. Yeah. But I don't want... I find on a tour, the adrenaline from a show... I need to get in the car as quickly as yes. possible because I know I'll be really properly awake yeah. for an and hour. And you'll so be get to a service station, yeah. get a coffee yeah. and then do the rest of the thing. Absolutely. And then be aware that you'll have at least half an hour unfrazzling your brains once you get in. Yeah, that's, uh, that is the, that's sort of the hardest thing sometimes. I agree. It was The worst was when I, my son was tiny and I was knocker feeding him and I would have to get in and express for another like I'd be like right I'm finally ready to sleep and then I'd have to fucking empty my knockers into it because otherwise it's an agony when she said express the image that jumped into my head was just you emoting around the house I've done a gig I've done a gig and I was expressing so loudly that I worked them all up my singing and dancing expressing yeah that was like this feels like a step this feels like giving a step too far as a parent Could you not do it in the car? I learnt to. Right. And that's very illegal. Oh, is it? <laughs> well, you're driving with your fucking tits out with this. You can only do it, obviously... Oh, do you with like, put the, hand on it? Well, the, I had an electric one. Do you plug it into the... But um, there's nowhere to plug it in in my car. Do you, can you not get a, an expressing thing with an adapter for the little uh, cigarette lighter? If I ever have another kid, I'm doing that. Because I know I had to use a hand one, so it would mean oh, that you're right. there. And you're in the dark, usually, yeah. so you can't quite tell if it's working right. No, it's not safe. Did it anyway? You used to win that extra I have half a So, my, my husband is American. Yes, and I, can I just say, I'm really loving husband. Husband, it's good, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Because spouse is a bit... Um... Do you think it's vague in the same way that partner is? Which is a sort of helpful vagueness. Yes. But equally, I mean, it's like... It, mm. I think often... I think people's assumption, people I don't know, is not, oh, that means they've married a non-binary person or he's married a non-binary person, but rather, oh, um, he's married a man and uh, he doesn't want... He thinks I will judge him for that. I wonder, right, okay. Um, Yeah, but... And also, husband is just glorious. Spouse is just a bit clinical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And partner is a bit like, well, we're not partners, we're married. And hyph doesn't quite... No, no, you can't do it the other way around. (laughs) Actually, I think also, also sort of Rivers <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit formal, isn't it? Rivers, Rivers happier. Rivers fine being called a husband, right? It's just it's, I think wife is the real kind of yeah. No, but then I think this the, you know because of power structure or whatever. Yeah, wife is a weirdly loaded it term, is, isn't, isn't it? it? It's really like it's really owny. Yeah. It's really grabby and yeah, owny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, like, I do like to say them indoors. <laughs> them indoors, except in two women in a relationship, I think that changes the dynamic of it completely. Because if there's two people going wife, oh, yeah. I think that's yeah, that's great. Um, my accountant, not to, sorry, I won't yeah. on, but my accountant, when I uh, corrected his pronouns, oh, oh no, I'm married to a non-binary person, um, that, that, and I used them and that, and then. You thought, oh, I wonder how they're going to work that out in the tax things. Because there's going to be more, of course. Yeah. I don't, and then at the end, it was a, this little bit, it was a weird moment. What does gender matter for tax? We got to the end and then he like filed and then he said, oh, I'm so sorry. I got confused. I thought you meant you'd married two people. Oh, <laughs> adorable. 
which um, which won't be legal for about twenty years or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, sorry, what I was going to say is the late night eating thing. Yes, I think it's it's very weird as an American to come here mm. and discover that even in central London, beyond eleven at night. You're, yeah. you're not going to find anywhere to eat. But in most places, beyond 10, you're not going to be yeah. able to find anywhere to eat. The idea of... And I think it's pretty weird, too. Like, yeah. in Soho, maybe one or two places where, you know, in the middle of the night after a late gig or something, you can actually go and have a sit-down meal. Yeah. In New York, you can have an Italian at four in the morning. I know, yeah. I, I, I've got... The only friends I ever meet for late dinners are American friends. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's such a cool way of doing it. I love... I, I mean, it's I'm really sure it's nice. You need your, yeah. It's mm. lovely, though. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it depends how long you're sleeping or what, that's true, or yeah, what yeah. your pattern of yeah, eating is yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, probably right. Mmm. Delicious. A plague of hippos arrives from the sky, like locusts, but instead it's hippos. And as quickly as people can tweet that they've seen it, they begin to all become dead because hippos are very heavy and massive. They've agreed to stop pelting the earth like leathery flesh asteroids, but only if you, and weirdly it does have to be you, um, do a killer Sudoku that's as big as a football pitch in just seven hours. There's no time for breaks. It sounds impossible, but you do it. You're a hero. Um, Your reward is the adulation of all people of all time for saving humanity from the hippo blight. No, not blight, hippo um, swarms. and um, But your reward in the moment is the feast of your dreams. Obviously, you've been focusing oh, very so hard so on this kind of semi-physical but very intellectually challenging task for seven hours, so you're starving. I want to know what, what your dream food that doesn't have to be possible, healthy, ethical, can mm. it can be totally made up. What would be your favourite thing in a state of actual hunger, but perhaps, you know, at a point where you can make a decision and you're happy? I want you to be in the perfect situation for mm-hmm. eating happy mm-hmm. hungry calm mm-hmm. i want to know what you'd eat what you'd drink and if there's a who with and where then who with and where please right actually i can do this really easily i think okay i was yeah oysters oh to yes. begin with how are you having them um raw yes but tabasco. i mean what oh tabasco yeah. i think tabasco mm. i sometimes put the oniony stuff on but i don't yeah. know it's the tabasco Lemon? i really want um, oh, yes, yes. yes. Oh, she's good. Oh, <laughs> and with some crusty bread and some little spicy sausages. Wow, yes. what are they called? They've got a good name, haven't they? I know what you mean. Oh, anyway, my bad. Stop interrupting. Um, and oh, uh, and I have a nice glass of, um, who am I kidding? A couple of glasses of, uh, of uh, Sancerre. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that'd be nice. A really crispy white wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and where are you going for it and who with? Well. You've got a, you're got taking river. Yeah, of course. You've banged on river. about them loads. I know. It's I, been ages since I've had a guest who's so, like, reeks of being in loveness. It's oh, really, really nice. It's oh, really nice. Sorry, I love it when people can't stop talking about their partner. I, I love it. Because we've been in a long distance relationship for right. so long. And, like, really not. And we started it in a long-distance relationship. Yeah. That, I think... Well, it's, it's kind of amazing we're still together. Yes. Uh, and now we're living together. And so this thing which was like, oh, waiting months and months and then two weeks together and then nothing. And then... Yeah, yeah, to yeah. To not have that is such a kind of, oh, my gosh, this is wonderful. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, probably... Because on our honeymoon, we went, drove down the coast of California. That was absolutely lovely. So overlooking the sea, 
there probably. Great. Um, yeah, by the sea definitely. Also, uh, I didn't do my main course yet. Oh, sorry. I want a. Uh, I'm <coughs> going to have. I feel like the waiter. John was on holiday in Greece. I was in holiday um, with some friends, and the waiter um, took our order. And um, we were about halfway through, and he walked off. <laughs> I've just done that no, to you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> What's for mains? Um, Let, for a, a, a Chicago style deep pan. Pizza. Microwave no. pizza? No, 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 no. No, not Chicago town. No, the, um, the proper, like, pies. Nice. I just, a nice one of them. Oh, absolutely beautiful. With probably inside artichoke, <gasps> hearts, yes. anchovies, yes. and olives. Yes! I mean, lovely, salty, yeah. gooey. Mm. And I might, move on to, I might move on to a nice, um, nice kernel. Uh, pale ale at that point. I was going to say, the, we're changing drinks. Yeah, I think so. Because that's quite, I want you to be drinking something red or, you know, something with a bit of punch, yeah. bit of or slap to it, a yeah. drink-wise, with yeah, a piece think, yeah, like I, that. Maybe with red, all that salt and... Do, actually, you know what, maybe a red wine. Maybe, I, I'll, I'll, I'll see how I feel at the time. I'll have have I'll, one beer, um, you can have, you I'll can also make it's a dream. Yeah, it's yeah. a dream meal, yeah. so yeah, yeah, have them both. All right, great, thank you. Oh, and then for pudding, I pistachio ice cream. Yeah! Yeah. Oh, yum. Oh, I love it. I think got a similar mouth. I mm. fucking love the sound of your dream mm. feast. It's, so salty. Much. it's all very salty. It's really isn't it? salty, yeah. isn't it? Do you mm. think because you're answering the question with a bit of a hangover, Johnny? <laughs> 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 You've basically asked to eat the sea. But congratulations yeah, on still being able to bring yourself to put booze in the dream meal and having the and foresight I, to know that in this particular circumstance... My problem is I know that the easiest way to get over a hangover is to have a beer. It's then having the, the self-control or self-awareness to know, but not many. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank you very much. I've had a lovely time. John Luke is at the Soho Theatre with his latest brilliant show from the 20th of February for a few nights. I uh, highly recommend going. He's such a funny boy. Uh, even the title is funny. It's called After Me Comes the Flood, but in French. Drip, splosh, splash, drip, blop, 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 blop. <laughs> and he's touring it too. Uh, best bet to find out what he's up to live, live stuff-wise and in every other sense is to follow him on Twitter. He's at J. Luke Roberts. And why don't you come and see me on tour? I'm taking my show Hench all around the UK, Ireland and Melbourne and hopefully somewhere near you. Go to my website, jessicafosterq.com for all live show listings, including uh, Hoovering live shows. Uh, follow us on social media at The Hoovering Pod. I am at Jessica Fosterkew. I love hearing from you. Thank you again so much for listening. Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.